The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so glad that you can join me today. Today we are going to be talking about the 12 categories that need to be healed in order to fully heal the body. But before we get into that, I'd like to let everybody know that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, TheHealingWhisper.com. I'd also like to encourage everyone to head on over to voiceamerica.tv and check out my gardening show. It's a real simple name to remember, The Healing Whisper, Marianne's Garden. And it is not just any gardening show, it is a show about gardening mindfully. And I'd also like to say that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself. Please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. So 12 categories... I'll bet you didn't realize that there are 12 different categories that need to be satisfied in order to fully heal the entire body. Now, when I'm talking about healing, I am talking about healing the heart. And it's not the beating heart, that physical heart that... I'm talking about, it is the I love you with all my heart, heart. And there are so many things that get into our heart in the way of negative beliefs that really contribute to our emotional issues. And These emotional issues contribute to the heart issues, and these heart issues contribute to the physical issues. So in the way that I have discovered really is going on is majority of our physical issues come from our heart issues. The majority of our heart issues come from those emotional issues. 
And where do those emotional issues come from? Well, it comes from stress. And if you want more details about all of this, check out any of a number of my past shows where I really talk about these details. Now, let's look at categories. Now, why did we break these things into categories? Well, basically, it's just a little bit easier to get a handle on things. It, it's a mind thing. It's, it's a mental thing. It's an intelligence thing, that, that left brain thing, to want to categorize things. And granted, until we learn to live 100% in the spiritual world, which really means we're not in our own bodies, we need to categorize things, or maybe I should say I need to categorize things, just to wrap them up into a nice little package so that it gives me a way to go about doing things. And if you're like me and live in your left brain part of the time and your right brain part of the time, that left brain needs to be fed by books, by training, by categories. So enough said. What are these categories? I'll list them out here. They are forgiveness, harmful actions, unhealthy beliefs, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, humility, and self-control. Now, those first three, the forgiveness, harmful actions, and unhealthy beliefs, are really the three things that absolutely have to be healed in order to begin to heal the rest of those categories, the nine categories that start with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, humility, and self-control. I'm going to leave those three categories for the last segment of this show because they are so important. So let's Start with the very last category. And I don't want anybody to think that these categories, one is more important or more critical than another, at least in these last nine categories. Yes, when you heal one, you heal all of them. There are some that really affect us to a greater extent, but I wouldn't say one is more important than another, because if in this last category where I'm starting, if which is self-control, if you are totally out of control, none of these other categories can be addressed. So, what is all this self-control all about? Well, it is what it says it is. It is about controlling yourself. Not to an excess amount. Yes, self-control can be 
overly exercised. That would be a harmful thing, that where you are exercising too much self-control, what does it look like? It looks like you're manipulating other people as well as yourself. You're doing it through deceit. There's too much control of yourself. That might look like, well, I will be exercising only for 1.3 hours. And I will do it exactly at this time. That may be a little bit over control of self. It also looks like controlling other people. And guess what? A self-control problem looks like giving up or indulgence of yourself. And you know what? Indulgence can be anything from overeating to sexual overindulgence. And some of the emotions that are negatively related to self-control are laziness, entitlement, helplessness, demandingness, which isn't really a word, but yeah, we'll use it anyway. Feeling unsupported, disconnected, feeling out of control, and just simply insecure. Those are all self-control issues. And when you have a major self-control issue, some of the things that might be going on with your body is bones, and cartilage, muscles, tendons, ligaments, and connective tissue issues. And this means the muscles in the skeletal system are just being harmed because of the lack of self-control. And so, take a look at that. If that is where you are finding a lot of your problems, then self-control may be one of the first things that you would want to work on. And how do you work on them? Through the use of energy. And my suggestion is if I said anything in these harmful actions or in these negative emotions, what you would do is Take that thing that you said, oh, yeah, that's me, and use it in your prayers, in your meditations, in the use of your healing codes, however you have discovered the best way for you to heal issues of the heart. Now, the next category up from this last category I mentioned, is humility. So now, what exactly is humility? Humility is not being a Melba milk toast or somebody with their head bowed and taking every bit of lashing. Humility is about your image of yourself and your image of others. It's how do you think of yourself? Do you think of yourself as I'm okay, warts and all? 
Or do you think of yourself as, no, I'm not really okay because I, I have this little blemish on my cheek. Or in a harmful action or a harmful negative belief situation, are you thinking of yourself as superior, better than others? I don't need to have anybody else to make it in life. That is what humility is all about. And you know what? If we look back down to the self-control category, if you are having a superiority or an inferiority thing going on with yourself, that is a self-control issue. You don't have any control over your beliefs of yourself. And you know what? The way I understand it is that if you believe you are superior to other people better than them it's actually an inferiority thing going on and you didn't want to feel inferior somebody told you somewhere along the line of your life or of other lives or of ancestrally speaking that you were inferior, and so you're overcompensating. Overcompensating for the fact that you feel inferior. So, well, I don't like that. I am better than other people. Folks, when we come back from the break, I will get into a tiny bit more detail about humility, and then we will continue on with the rest of these categories. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with hosts Nancy Kerala and Dr. Chandra Bali Ghosh. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and the founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. And Dr. Ghosh is the chairperson of research and development for the C. diff Foundation. Together with their guests, we'll explore infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. 
If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase. And today we are talking about the 12 categories necessary for healing. And these are emotional categories. Just before the break, I was talking about humility and how humility is not this Melba Milktoast thing, but humility has to do about your beliefs about yourself, the image that you have of yourself. Is it an image of superiority, better than others, or is it an image of inferiority, not as good as other people? And you know what? Humility really means that everything is okay. I'm okay. I'm neither superior nor inferior to other people. The negative emotions that surround humility are guilt, shame about who I believe I am, shame about yourself, inferiority, superiority, wrongful pride, vanity, envy, ingratitude. You know, go back to this envy thing. You know what really creates the majority of the envy that we feel for other people? It is our current culture. When we see on the television or hear on the radio that you must have this particular car or these items of clothing in order to be okay, then that is what is driving it. But it wouldn't be driving it if you felt okay about yourself. If you looked at that car and said, No, I really don't need that card just to feel good about myself. I'm fine. And the harmful actions that you tend to take is taking any means, buying that new car, whether you can afford it or not, buying that clothing, whether you really like them or not, doing financial things to any means to get people to think well of me. And that that is another form of manipulation, which if you remember back in the self-control category, that manipulation is what you were doing to try to control yourself. So if any of these things are an issue with you, the body system that tends to be affected by humility issues is your circulatory system, which means the lymphatic system, the veins and arteries, the aorta, the heart. Do you have heart issues? Do you have humility issues? I don't know. But this is an area that really all of us have dealt with at some point in our lives and sometimes continue to deal with. Now, the next category is trust. And trust can be a big issue in today's world just simply because we have been hit with so many lies, so many situations where we have been put in a, a 
situation of, do I trust any longer? And even if you have not been put into an untrusting situation, you personally, maybe somewhere down the line, people have been put into an untrusting situation. And I I mean ancestrally speaking, because we do inherit these beliefs, or, or we can inherit beliefs that we have about ourselves and other people. Now, trust does have to do with other people. And if you have been betrayed or you have find yourself betraying other people just because you don't trust, there is a defensiveness about you. There's a dread about going into new and different situations. And there is a suspiciousness. Those are a lot of the negative emotions dealing with trust. And folks, are you a person or do you know somebody who is trying to control other people all the time? Do you work for an employer that is super controlling or a micromanager? trying to manage how many pencils you've got in your cup because absolutely you have to have three pencils and they all must be sharp to a certain point at all times. That has to do with trust. And the beliefs that go along with that is people are out to get me. I must be in control. And Life is not fair. It's not fair. Whatever is not fair. And I just want to put this in here. Without trust in our lives, we cannot love. That's just it. Bottom line. You cannot love unless you trust. Because you know what love is. It's trusting And it doesn't matter if it is another person to love, an animal to love. Do you hate dogs because you were bitten by a dog once? That is lack of love. Now, what I am not saying here is that you have to place yourself into a dangerous situation because of trust. No, what I am saying is that that dangerous situation, say a dog bite or even an abusive situation, you have to stay away from, but you have to trust yourself, love yourself enough to stay away from that situation. In an abusive situation, do you say to yourself, I do not trust that anybody else will love me. I do not trust that if I were to leave this abusive situation, I would be okay. So it comes back down to that humility. 
And then it comes back down to that self-control issue. Can you control yourself enough to get out of an abusive situation? Can you control yourself enough and believe in yourself enough to trust yourself? When you can trust yourself, then you can be learning to trust other people and other situations. And when you see that a person might be untrustworthy, then you can leave that situation and but trust another person. You know, a, a, an analogy I would like to make here is that if you have gone to a restaurant and you ate the food and you got poisoned by that food, food poisoning, which happens, happens all the time, all too frequently, actually. Does that prevent you from going to another restaurant where you ate at, but you didn't get sick? No, you don't go to the first restaurant that got you sick. It's not that you don't trust that first restaurant, or you don't trust any restaurant from now on out, it's that you're not going to put yourself back in the same situation that you were in before by eating at a particular restaurant which gave you food poisoning. And you're certainly not going to stop eating altogether because, well, I got food poisoning by eating some bad food, so I guess I better not eat ever again because I don't trust the process of eating. That's what I'm talking about when it comes to trust. Now, the next category is goodness. And goodness is a category of where you have a belief of you're not good enough. And this is another category that has to do with ourselves, our identity with ourselves. And goodness is about knowing that you are good enough no matter what you do. And in this category of goodness, we find a lot of perfectionism. And, you know, I've been there. I've practiced as a dentist. I was taught that if it wasn't perfect, 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 it wasn't good enough. But it doesn't have to do with me. Now, how do you separate out the two? Well, it's very difficult. In the things that you do, you have to learn. Yes, this is good enough. Because it doesn't affect who I am. What are some of the beliefs surrounding goodness? It's shame about things done or not done. There's guilt. There's fear of punishment. There's actually destructiveness, not good enough, so I better destroy it. And feeling inadequate. What are the beliefs? Well, the beliefs are I am bad. I'm not good enough. I am unforgivable. 
Is there something that comes up in your life that says, I, I can't be forgiven for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm a pretty bad person or I'm not good enough. And so there's where goodness comes in as part of the healing categories. Can you see where goodness comes back to trust, trusting yourself to be good enough? Comes back to that humility. I'm good enough. I'm okay. I'm not better than or worse than anybody else. Goes back to that self-control. And you know the body systems affected by goodness? It is your respiratory system. Do you have significant issues with your respiratory system, your lungs, your sinuses, your throat? Then you might be dealing with some goodness issues. Folks, it's time for the break. So when we come back, we will continue on with the other categories. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I would just like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on the Healing Whisper page on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. Today we're talking about the 12 categories of healing, emotional healing, which consequently will heal the body. Our next category is kindness. And you know what? Kindness can be the category that is the most critical one to most people, especially a person who has experienced deep, non-physical pain. 
the pain related with rejection or abandonment, the pain related to being treated harshly or being rejected, it is a deep, deep pain that emotionally is very difficult to heal with. And it can also be some behavior of yourself. When you have been treated harshly and without kindness, without gentleness, you tend to begin to treat others the same way. Because, well, it, it kind of comes down to the golden rule that do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. And you're just subconsciously treating others the way that you have been treated. It goes back to the the world of of the the world of quantum physics that likes attract like. And and likes give out that same thing. Have you ever found yourself being unkind? I think we all have at some point in our lives. And then you feel so bad about being unkind. That comes back to that self-control. But you can heal that category of kindness. And the negative emotions that you might be dealing with are rejection, abandonment, hurt, fear of rejection, aggression, antagonism, destructiveness, roughness, meanness, vengefulness, feeling neglected. And what do people tend to do when they've got an issue in the kindness category? You tend to be hypercritical. You tend to ostracize, you know, just get out of my life. Reject other people. Neglect other people in situations. And harming, physically harming other people, animals, and nature. You know, it, it's, it is all part of rejecting. And you probably have a belief that people will take advantage of you. People will hurt you. And at the other end of the spectrum, you believe people are just too sensitive. You know, they should take my criticism and go with it. But that's not necessarily a constructive criticism that you might have given. And you don't see it. So do you believe people are too sensitive? There might be a kindness issue going on. What part of your body tends to be affected when there is a kindness issue? There are, It is the nervous system, which is basically the brain, your spinal cord, and the peripheral nerves. Now, the next category, patience. How many of us have an issue with patience? I want this now. And 
it's really kind of underrated because our culture, at least the Western culture, is not a culture of patience. Look at it. You know, we, we've got cars that will get us someplace at hundreds of miles per hour. We have airplanes that do the same thing. We have computers that, well, the faster the better. We are in a hyper speed world. And if you didn't get your fast food fast enough, then you've got a problem. So, yeah, patience is really quite well underrated. But what does impatience do to us? It causes anger. It causes frustration. Insecurity. You're looking for love substitutes, just like the song Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. And impatience can be the cause of bitterness. Do you know somebody who is extraordinarily bitter? Are they bitter about not getting something quick enough? Bitterness can also be a negative emotion related to so many of the other categories, mainly love. What part of the body is affected by this impatience? It's the immune system. What controls our health or lack thereof? It's the immune system. And if the immune system's not working, nothing's working. Now, the next category, peace. This show is called A Return to Peace for a Good Reason. Because peace is one of those areas that it's really something that every single human being is seeking in their lives. And folks, if you don't have patience, you don't have peace. If you don't have kindness, goodness, trust, humility, and self-control, you don't have peace. And if you don't have peace, you don't have joy, and it's hard to see that love exists even though love is all there is. If you don't have peace, you're filled with anxiety, fear, dread, fright, nervousness, tension, and terror. If you don't have peace, you worry. Worry, worry, worry. And folks, I, you know, I have to admit something here. Just this past week, I had a birthday. And on my birthday, my computer died. I mean, it was dead. And anybody who has experienced a dying computer 
or a dead computer knows that it is something that is very hard to deal with. And I found myself worrying about, have I lost every bit of data? Fortunately, no. But that's what worry is all about. It's not trusting the process. It's not being able to control your thoughts. And yes, being human, I had lost my peace. And what part of the body was most affected? For me, it was the gut. Actually, for everybody, it is the gut, the GI system, which is your mouth, your esophagus, your stomach, the small, large and small intestines, etc., etc. Yeah, I did not have a good gut feeling going on. So the next category, oh, and and I did uh, forget to mention one of the categories, uh, what the body part was affected in the trust category was reproductive systems and the urinary system. That goes with trust. The next category is joy. And joy is one of these things. It's not about being happy, although it is about being happy. Joy is a choice. You can either be joyful or not. And the negative emotions that go with joy are sadness, depression. How many people in this world are depressed? The complaining and the ingratitude that goes along with lack of joy. And the body part is your skin, hair, nails, the oil glands. Now the category of love, I speak about this over and over and over again. I have had guests that speak about this. Love is all there is. We were created by love. Where there is love, there is light. Where there is light, there cannot be darkness. What are those negative emotions surrounding love? Unforgiveness, insignificance, resentment, jealousy, loneliness, stinginess, feeling too tired to do anything, and depression. If depression weren't such a big issue, why do the drug companies make dozens, and I do mean dozens, of drugs to battle depression? It's because it is a significant issue, and it comes down to love. And what is affected by the lack of love or a negative love beliefs, it's your endocrine system, which means hormones being produced properly, coming from your hypothalamus and your pituitary. And you know, the controlling gland in our brain is that hypothalamus. Well, folks, when we come back from the break, I will go over those last 
three categories that are critical to healing the nine that I have spoken about. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and we are talking about the 12 categories of healing. Now, in the last three segments of the show, I spoke about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, humility, and self-control, and which body parts are affected by unhealthy beliefs and negative emotions in those categories. But now we have three very important categories, and you might call these three things if inhibitors to healing. And They are so important to healing that if you don't address these three issues, then addressing those other nine issues will be all for naught. And that's why they're really considered inhibitors. Now, the very first one and top, top of the list is unforgiveness. Now, you can talk to any of a number of therapists, psychotherapists, psychologists, energy healers, physicians of many, many natures, and they will tell you that people get sick when they are not forgiving. And what is forgiveness about? It's forgiving all 
others. It's forgiving God. And it is forgiving yourself. Remember those other categories that you may have thought that you were bad or not good enough and you'll never forgive yourself for doing something? Even if it might have been something really, truly horrible, you still have to forgive yourself. Folks, forgiveness is not about letting other people off the hook for what they did or for what they did not do. It is about letting yourself off the hook. Energetically, when you hold unforgiveness, which really truly isn't a word, we'll have to talk to the Oxford people about that. When you hold unforgiveness in your heart, towards another person, energetically, that holds you in a lower vibrating state. And when you are not vibrating at a high state, you cannot, and I repeat, you cannot connect with spirit and God. It just will not happen. I I, I can't say it strong enough. Forgiveness is so important. Now, the second area to work on is harmful actions. And this this really goes back down to self-control, but there are two types of harmful actions. There are those that you do for self-gratification, which is really doing the harmful desires of the five senses. And then there are the harmful actions having to do with self-protection. And you know what, folks? You may not even know that you are doing some of these harmful actions. And that's perfectly understandable when you realize that a good 90% of our beliefs and our negative beliefs are below the waterline like an iceberg. 90% of the iceberg is below the waterline where you can't see it. And you're sinking your own personal Titanic. The harmful desires for stuff and harmful, prideful desires. That's part of the harmful actions. And then the self-protection, it involves doing something to distract yourself from emotional pain or to control your circumstances to keep the pain from happening again. It actually will build walls to keep people and situations out of your life. And the last category are unhealthy or wrong beliefs. And I've been saying all along, you've got all of these wrong beliefs, these unhealthy beliefs that are controlling everything you do. They are saying that you're unlovable, 
that you're not good enough, that something bad is going to happen. Something must change now in order for me to be okay. It's saying I'm bad. It's saying people are out to get me. It says people must think well of me for me to be okay. It's also saying in the self-control area, I can't do it. I just am not able to do it. Every category has its own set of unhealthy beliefs. Every category of the nine categories have their harmful actions that we tend to do. And every category contains an unforgiveness issue. So do you find that love is out of reach for you? Or do you believe love is out of reach for you? Who do you need to forgive for not loving you? Is it yourself? Is it another person? Is it God? What about joy? Who are you blaming for not having joy in your life? Joy is not about other people. It is truly about you. Who are you not forgiving for taking your peace? What area of patience needs to be forgiven? I didn't get that done quick enough. Kindness and goodness and humility are about you. Are you holding unforgiveness for yourself? Because you're not kind enough, good enough? Are you not forgiving yourself for thinking you're better than or thinking that you're worse than another person? Drop that. Forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive other people. And forgive God. You know, there were ancient texts written. A very wise man, his name was Solomon. He said, above all else, guard your heart. For everything that you do flows from it. What we have been talking about today is about your heart and those heart issues of what you believe. Next week, folks, we will be talking about how to use the healing codes to heal other people. So until then, blessings. 
Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thank you.